0: Opinions expressed on ACB media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: This has been an ACB Community Call.
2: Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, November 21st,
1: 2023. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Unmute. A couple announcements, as always, here at the top. First thing is we want to let everyone know... We're going to take all first questions first, so if you have tech questions, go ahead and raise your hand, and once we get through everyone the first time through, we'll take second questions if we have time. Also, please be respectful and allow everyone to get their question answered in the same respect as you would want yours answered, and there are no dumb questions. The question of the day today is, since Thanksgiving is on Thursday, if you are someone who spends any time in the kitchen, what app do you use to organize, keep, save, whatever with your recipes? So there is the question of the day. And as always, I have Michael Babcock with me today. And Michael, how's it going?
2: There you go. Now you, there you can hear go. me. You're Good well, job. Monique, You're welcome yourself. to unmute. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to unmute myself. Um, yeah, that that was fun. It's going well. I am going to go down real quick and let people know um, some of the new content that's been published on IACast. And um, I have to make some clarification because I know there's been some questions in the past. What's the difference with IACast and Unmute and stuff? Um, Some of this content may not be relevant to you because it's not technology-related. Most of the Unmute content is technology-related. So if you're looking for a wide variety of content, you definitely want to check out IACast.net. Yesterday, there was a new episode of Spanish with Carla. So you can go and learn about... Uh, travel words. So if you're traveling over the Thanksgiving holiday might be a good listen for you to have technically working. Demasi and I talked about time tracking and Mars edit with setup and a little bit more because you know us, we get on a ramble sometimes. Uh, the iCast 10 iPods or nothing was published on Sunday and then Lynn uh, brought Friday finds back and talked about the humane AI pen medical emergencies and Microsoft's therapy innovations. Uh, Katie talks travel came and chatted with us and then on wednesday we had the episode of the shell phone show showing you how to download books in bard with your blind shell classic too so you can get all that available at the iacast.net site or find your favorite show in your favorite podcast app so that's what i have got marty
1: all right and actually we have one more announcement michael that uh we're going to let everyone know about so Here is the deal, everyone. We are going to do an extra show next week, which would be the last day of the month, Thursday the 30th, at the same time as we do now. So it's going to be 10 a.m. West and 1 p.m. East. And it's going to be a little bit different. But what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about doing uh, gifts. You know, what we have people who are all around the tech sphere and accessibility sphere, who are chiming in with their gift ideas for the holidays. And so we're going to be doing that. We're going to have some guests on and we're going to be doing a giveaway. And Michael, you want to talk a little bit about the giveaway?
2: Yeah, so two things. Number 1, if you got an email from us, the deadline's tomorrow and you know who we're talking to if you're listening to it. So, hopefully you'll get those in. Uh number 2, the gift is we're doing a a thing for subscribers uh, at unmute.show. There's a mailing list that you can sign up to and right now uh well starting December 3rd, we will be sending out a week a uh, monthly newsletter. This monthly newsletter is going to have some tips while using technology. It's also going to have some information about uh, upcoming events and, and more. And you can get more details about that on next Thursday's call. But we're uh, also giving some special stuff away. And so you'll want to tune in on that Thursday. Sheila, who do we got first? Chanel. Now... Hey, Chanel.
3: You're muted, Chanel. <laughs> yeah, I
2: know. My phone
3: locked on me. Sorry.
1: Okay, no problem. <laughs> How you doing, Chanel?
3: Good. Hey, Um. so last week, first of all, I don't really cook, but Herbie and I do have a Dropbox folder called recipes. So there you go. Um. As far as my comment last week, someone asked about the 3ABN TV app and I played with it just like before. It is kind of difficult to use. Sometimes you can find the play button with voiceover. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you have to turn on screen recognition. Um, Herbie suggested an alternative. Free ABN is the Three Angels Broadcasting Network. They are Seventh Day Adventist Network, but anyway, Herbie said that all of their stuff, including live live programming, should be on YouTube. So that is definitely an alternative, and we know that YouTube is accessible. So there you go.
1: Awesome, perfect. Thanks, no, I, I think it was best us it was... about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it was Beth that was asking that question, so I appreciate it. Actually, uh, I think oh.
3: it was Bell Mills? It
2: was Bell. It was, yep. Yep, it was Bell Mills that was asking that. So thank you for reporting that back. appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Chanel. Appreciate it.
4: Christy.
1: <coughs> hey, Christy. How you doing?
4: Hello. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Getting ready for the holiday. Good.
4: Oh. Yeah. yep. Same here. I have a question about theory. Is there a way to turn off the stupid follow-up mode and the reason i asked that question is because you're trying to say a message into it or something and it stops right in the middle of what you're saying and acts like you're trying to talk to it again
1: yeah unfortunately there's really like not a whole lot you can do with siri there's you don't really have a whole lot of control over it there's been a lot of complaints with people that you know cuts off in the beginning or it cuts off in the end what we've tell people right, in that right. situation is to invoke Siri and wait a second before you start talking. And bef- when you're finished, wait a second before you end Siri so that hopefully it'll catch everything you say. If you give it a little bit of leeway in the beginning and a little bit of a leeway in the end, usually it's better at catching everything. But coming into the middle of what you're doing, I, I haven't had that experience. So
2: I'm not sure, Michael, you've had that kind of experience at all with Siri? So Siri has a follow-up mode, and are you on iOS 17?
5: Yes. yep.
2: Yep, on iOS 17, Siri has a follow-up mode, and it's a known complaint about, at least that I have heard, and I have not found a way to disable it myself either yet. Uh, um, yeah. Where you don't have to say Siri multiple times to like, after you ask it a question, you can just start talking. If it says, do you want to send it to this? You just start talking. Well, the side effect of that is that it listens to everything that's around you. And if it hears a noise, it thinks you're talking to it. And sometimes right, it's yeah. voiceover.
4: Yeah, yeah. right. That, that's what happens. Because it, it's hearing voiceover, I guess. And, or it's hearing itself. Because, like, you'll go to ask, like, tell me the football scores or whatever. And it'll be talking and talking, and then all of a sudden it' just stops like, invoke again like it's waiting for you to say something to it, like uh, i don't uh, I wish they would I wish there would be a way to turn that off, but apparently there is so.
2: not that I have found, but someone listening may have some ideas, so if they do, feel free to raise your hand. yep, Thanks, I'll be so. mhm,
6: yep, Beth
2: hey Beth, how you doing. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I'm doing good. Um get uh looking forward to Thanksgiving and singing in the eating, choir at church and stuff. Um and
1: eating too much. It's better yeah. to say before you eat after Yeah, not after, yeah, I know. Not all full.
6: <laughs> yeah, cuz then then you got um yeah, but <laughs> um uh, I I tend to eat too much anyway, but in <laughs> yeah. the wrong stuff, but yeah, I don't use a recipe app. I, honestly, I didn't hear one. I I put my recipes in Braille. There
1: you go, huh? There you go. Um, Whatever works for you.
6: Yeah. um, But I'm. I'll be looking forward to hearing about those. Um, But but yeah, I have a question about um, NVDA. I don't know if I asked this before, but but like, um, all of a sudden it's not. I do Alt Q, and and it's not quitting. Um, And I check my Num Lock is off, and it's off course i got and got a new pretty new keyboard so i kind of have to learn um well i had it a while but it, i still kind of have to learn there's extra keys on there so yeah that i have a problem with shutting down nvda
2: so are you pressing so, alt q or nvda q i
6: <clears throat> alt q i don't know what the nvda key is
2: um that would be zero on your number pad
6: oh and then and then q at the same time
2: Yep. Try that. Um I I think that might be the way you put it. And someone please raise your hand if that is not correct. But I believe it is NVDA Q like Quebec.
6: Oh, okay.
2: righty, Thanks, Beth.
6: Thank you. Petra.
4: Yes. I have a comment. I left my series so that I still have to say, Hey, I don't have a problem with that. I'm annoyed by the A L E X A because you don't dare say anything that sounds like that. So I like the wake word. But I also found that I was having trouble with Siri because she does stay available for a follow-up question. And that annoyed me until I just learned to say thank you. (laughs) Anything Ah. you say after she does what you tell her to do, if you say thank you, she says you're welcome or no problem or don't mention it. And then she's gone so I can go about my business. But that's the only way I found to get around that.
1: It's a new feature, actually, what you're talking about. And now that you bring that up, that's an interesting thing. Um, They did add a new feature to Siri in this operating system where you can continue. So once you invoke Siri and you ask it a question and it gives you an answer, then it's more conversational. You can say, for example, um, what time is it? And then she'll tell you. And then you could say, what's the weather outside? And she'll tell you. And then you can keep asking questions back and forth. So I think it was Christy who was maybe having that issue. So maybe doing what you were saying, maybe just say off or thank you or stop or something. Maybe that's the issue you're having with it, you know, interrupting you in the middle because of that conversational mode.
4: Right. I just find I would find it annoying because I would have her do it, do something. And then my phone would be unusable for a while. And it just dawned on me that she was waiting for me to say something else. And so I just started saying thank you, and that works every time. <laughs> she, I just she just gives you a nice button. response.
1: Yeah. Um, Perfect, Petra. I don't
4: have a home button. I have the facial ID, but I just say oh. thank you. I figure it keeps my manners up to date.
2: There awesome. we go. Well, thank you very much. Do we got next, Sheila? Pam. Hey, Pam. Pam, how you doing?
5: I'm doing okay. And unfortunately, I think Belle may have just left, but I had a Solution for her, and actually, I sent it to y'all. I don't know but if we you did got receive it. it. We
1: got your email.
5: Yeah, about the three ABN. I did install the app just for the curiosity of it. And what she needs to do to get those stations to play. This is one of the few times ever that you need uh, screen recognition. Uh, put it on your rotor so that you can turn it off when you don't need it. But this is one of the few times you need screen recognition. Oh, she just came back, actually, Pam. Okay, okay, Belle, here we go again. Mm -hmm. On your 3ABN, when you go into the stations or whatever it is, media you want to play, you need to have screen recognition. It's one of the few times you're ever going to need it put it on your rotor so you can turn it off when you don't need it. And you go uh, onto the screen where the station is, and the play button is nowhere to be found. But if you turn screen recognition on, it's going to find the play button. The trick is, though, once you get focused on the play button, You need to turn screen recognition back off before you do anything else. Otherwise, it's not going to start it playing. But if you turn screen recognition off once it's focused on the play button and then double tap, it's going to start that stream playing. I know it sounds cumbersome, but it actually worked.
2: And Pam, uh, just for your reference, and and, and it does sound cumbersome, and it's something that unfortunately has to happen and it's not an app yep. that I use so I appreciated Pam writing all of this back on the 14th down and sending it into us so Bell mm-hmm. I just forwarded it I took Pam's information out and I just forwarded the email with the instructions on to you so you can follow those instructions in your email okay
1: yeah and thanks Pam for doing that we appreciate it I'm sure everybody else does Good as luck. well yep yeah, thanks can you hear me we can hear you
7: okay listen i was not complaining okay and the way that i do it is, is ha- i'm happy with it because I, I don't mind touching the top of the screen and what i do is go out of the app and come back in and go to the next if i don't want to listen to 3abn live i go to the next one proclaim which is sermons if i don't want to hear that one you know i go to i'll, I'll pick the selection that i have i don't know what the big deal was I, I was trying to say something good, and all of this about the rotor, I don't know how to put anything on the rotor. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to be ugly or anything. I'm trying to be as nice as I can possibly be. But, I mean, I was okay. not complaining no, at all.
2: No worries about I'm them. We won't
7: take the in, instructions. I, I, it's not going to make any
2: sense to me. Okay. Well, well we appreciate so that feedback. You. And Thank you yeah, very no much. Worries.
8: Who do we got next, Sheila?
4: David.
8: Hey, David. Hey, David. How you doing? Hi there. Um. Hey, I just wanted to respond to Christine's original question about Siri that seems to be becoming the topic of the hour. Yeah. Um, and uh, while I was looking this up, I know there was some further discussion on it. So uh, please just stop me cold if this has already been mentioned, but I don't think it has. Um, one thing that may help with this, and it may not, by the way, because as we all know, Siri is a bit temperamental, but one thing that may help is if you increase the pause time that Siri waits for you to finish. Um, I haven't tried this myself, but if you go to settings and then it's not under the Siri option in settings, you have to go to accessibility, and then under accessibility, there's another siri option and on that screen there's an option for siri pause time and by default it's at the default setting which is what most of us are used to but there's a a couple of other options for long and longest where essentially it should wait for a little while before concluding okay you're done I'll act on what you said. So that might be worth a try for Christine and for any others who may be running into this. And that was really all I wanted to contribute.
1: Awesome, David. Thank you so much. We appreciate it.
8: No worries. Take care, guys.
1: Yep. Take care.
2: I'm actually glad you brought that up, David, because uh, in iOS 17, someone had also asked a question a couple of weeks ago about having issues where when they would double tap on their screen, focus would move to something else on the screen. And I had said, oh, I'm not encountering that. Well, after that, I reset my phone and realized that this has been an issue. Um, And if you go to settings and accessibility and then double tap on voiceover, the very last option is double tap timeout. And it appears to currently be set to 25 hours. 0.25 0.25 seconds. And so I'm increasing mine to 0.5 seconds because I was waiting for an opportunity to tell someone about it. Because if I just changed it, then it would be a setting that I'd forget about and not be able to reproduce the issue. So appreciate you bringing that up,
8: David. Yeah. And Michael, can I add one comment about that? Um, because this is something that I have run into And it's one of those things that people will either say, oh yeah, I'm running into it all the time and it really bothers me. Or you have the other camp that says, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen this. Um, I think that the problem is that Apple has made some changes to the double tap timeout. And I think that the reason why some people are not seeing it is because they're very fast double tappers. And if you're a tad bit I don't want to say slow, but if you're a little bit slower than a super fast double tapper, you're going to run into that. And the suggestion that you gave, Michael, does work for iOS 17 users. Where you're going to run into a problem is on the Apple Watch, because the Apple Watch has the same problem where you now have to double tap faster in order to activate items, but there's no double tap timeout on the watch. Um, the good news is there's a few pieces of good news about this is that I've reported this to Apple and spent a considerable amount of time demonstrating both the phone and the watch with them. And they took some screen recordings with me, and they seem to uh, the rep that I spoke to seemed to acknowledge the severity of the problem. And so I'm hoping that this could be addressed. Um, The way to get around that on the watch is just to double-tap a little bit faster, and if that's a problem, if you have dexterity issues, what I have done is set up a hand gesture, which is under the accessibility settings on the watch, to just pinch my thumb and index finger together for a double-tap. And that is a a reasonably good backup until Apple addresses the issue.
1: David, I actually have a question for you. There was some conversation about the new watch, the double tap, you know, the finger and the thumb and voiceover. Do you know anything about that or know if that has been resolved or if they're working on resolving that? Or do you have any updates on that?
8: So I know about the feature, but I don't have the series nine and so i haven't had an opportunity to test it and i haven't done much reading about it other than what it's supposed to do so no i can't i can't offer you any feedback on that
2: okay cool thanks a lot david sheila yeah, thanks david appreciate next. it doc
1: hey doc how's it going
9: well good morning yeah i'm having a problem with windows i think um every once in a while when i um Hit the wrong letter. When I hit backspace, it'll say N, and the letter I'm backing up over is a B, for example. And then sometimes it just says, you know, like space, space, space. And I, you know, it's 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 not all the time. It's an intermittent thing, and I don't know whether that's, um, you know, strictly a a Windows problem or you know, JAWS or what What it is.
2: So I can't answer the problem of what it is myself because it could be several different things, I think. However, when it happens, does it happen for a little while and do you have to restart your computer or does it just come and go?
9: I restarted it and it continued on.
2: It continued on working properly?
9: It, it was not working properly oh. after restarting.
2: So at that was point... Still- when
9: saying in
1: Doc, do you have a desktop gotcha. or a laptop computer? It, it's a laptop. I was just thinking, I wonder if there was an issue possibly with the keyboard.
2: No. So what I would do then doc in that case is, uh, reach out to Microsoft disability answer desk, because okay. they may be able to see if there's something that's on your screen, that's covering up what JAWS is trying to interact with on the screen or NVDA, whatever screen reader you're using. It also could be worth, depending on how in-depth you want to get into it. Um, So that would be the first thing I would try. Um, You could also try using Narrator and see if Narrator is picking something else up on the screen that you're not getting with JAWS or NVDA. Okay. Thank you. No worries. Thanks for your question. Who do we bet next, Sheila? Happy
9: Thanksgiving.
1: You too, Doc.
2: Hope you have a good one.
4: Area code 951 ending in 704. Could you tell us who you are, please? All right. This is Nancy Younger. Um, I, I just hope this is, I know you said there are no stupid questions, but the Blind Show Classic 2, I have the Smart Version Tree also. The Blind Show Classic 2, I believe there was an update, everything. How do I save a web page on the Blindshell Classic 2? Like, for example, I have zero in there successfully, but it's like uh, com. Does anyone know how to do that? I didn't get a chance to ask it on
9: the Blind Shell 101
2: call. That's a very good question, Nancy. And it looks like my Blind Shell Classic 2 battery is completely flat. So I'm going to tell you what I oh. think you do. And if this doesn't work, then uh, you can go ahead and reach back out to us and we'll uh, do some further investigation. I'm plugging it in right now. I believe okay. you go to the web page that you want to that you want to save to your favorites application or your favorites button, right? So yep. go to that web page and then uh, press the back button, the slanted line. That will pop up a context menu for that specific web page. And that, don't
10: hit
4: OK though. You don't hit OK. You hit the back button, okay? Right
10: goes yes. Back page, hit, hit the
2: back
4: button.
2: Okay. Hit. So when you get to the web page and the web page is up on the blind shell, press the back yes. button, the slanted line, and that will pop up a context menu. That context okay. menu is going to have a couple of different options. The first, um, I don't remember actually what the first option is but one of the options is going to be saved to favorite applications. And I'm gonna to go to a website real quick so I can verify the exact wording for you. Um, you but, but when you save it to your favorite applications, then when you press your side button, that will come up in the list of uh, destinations you can open. So if it says the listen factor eight of nine, you can press number eight to quickly jump down there. And the term you're looking for is, uh, save to favorite apps. It's directly before bookmark.
4: So, so, so one of the options would be save to favorite applications. And what, what do you do? I'm sorry. I'm just.
2: So you, so you would press okay on say, so first of all, load the listen factor, press the back button to open the menu,
8: go uh, to okay.
2: save yeah. to favorite apps and press. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then when you press the button on the right edge of the Blind Shell Classic 2, that will take you to your favorite apps. So you just find the web page, the listen factor in there, and press OK, and it opens it up for you. Okay, well, I'll try that. Okay, thank you. Good luck. And reach out if you have any questions, and that is good content for the (laughs) Shell Phone Show. I appreciate your feedback on the Bard app. Thanks for uh, sharing that with me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Who do we got next, Sheila?
4: All right, Deborah. Hey,
1: Deborah. Deborah. how you doing?
4: Hello, how you doing?
1: Doing
10: good, Um, thank you. Yes, I'd be, like, reading a lot of stuff on on the, um, you know, the internet on my phone. Mm -hmm. And some stuff I'd be, you know, like, um, interesting or don't feel like, you know, going through the listening that I was, uh, like, in the um, safari, you can put it in your... um, what you call the um your reading list right Mm -hmm. how long is it last for the reading list if i don't read it right away
1: well if you save it it stays there until you delete it i mean
10: okay so they don't they don't delete it it don't go 30 days or whatever good okay and then my second question is
1: you could always you could always save the page as well, just you know what I mean. So if you need to if it's something you really want to read, you could always make sure you save the link somewhere so that you can go back to it later if you were worried about that. But if you do save it, it won't go anywhere. They're not gonna like time you out or anything like that.
10: Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's when I, I I would save it to my reading list, but I didn't know how long it'll it stay in my reading list. And, it should stay there. Uh-huh. But if it's not Safari, then um, it'll say um, um, add, it, add it to Quick Note or uh, save the file or save it to, um, what's that, Pinterest. But I don't even know how to find the file, or and I don't want to um, blog if it's going to be in my notes, right?
1: Well, you're not going to... Just by saving a link, you're not going to overwork anything or take up that much space. I mean, it's just a link. It takes up no no space hardly at all. I mean, not enough to make any kind of a difference. So Uh it's perfectly fine to save it in the notes app if that's what you're trying to do. It's not going to hurt anything.
10: Okay. And then where'd the file go? It'll go into
1: a new note. So if you were to save it into notes after you do that, then you would open up notes and... Do you use iCloud or what do you...
10: Yes, I do, iCloud.
1: So there'll be one that'll be, you know, like, I think it says iCloud notes or all iCloud notes, and that'll just show you everything. And the newest one should be on the top.
10: How do I find my iCloud file, though?
1: Well, when you open up notes on the far left side, or if you go back, if you're not in that list, there's a list and it will say, it'll show all of your folders. And one of them that's there that's created for you is iCloud or all iCloud notes. That's gonna just be there. And you can click on that and it will show you everything in a list. And then if you see the one you want, you click on it and then it will open up the full note. It's kind of like messages or email. You know, when you go to messages, you see a list of all Mm -hmm. the people that have sent you a message. And then you Mm -hmm. pick on who you want to read the full body of the message. You click on that, and then it opens up the full body of the message. So that idea works the same way with notes. You go into the list. You'll see all iCloud. You click on that, and then you'll see a list of all the notes, and the one you want to read, you click on it, and it will open up the full body of that note, and the link that you saved will be there. So if you were to click on that link from there, it'll then take you back to Safari to reopen up Safari to the page that you saved from that link.
10: And one more question. That then be it. Now Safari, you can um um you know like have uh they got where you got where you read last um where you read last where you uh, um um oh, dang phone call um um uh, where you read last um uh, in your reading file or um you know what or, or your favorite. But on Google, like what I had brought up on the on, on the Google, I can't find where you know I had a favorite or what I read last, you know, other than if you remember what you put it in.
1: Now, unless you save the page, then it's going to go away. If you, so, you either need to save the link or keep the page open.
10: Yeah, but it doesn't have. Um, uh, you can save. Uh, anything on your favorite, then right?
1: Well, you could save anything you want on your favorites. When you have it open, you would save it to your favorites when you have that page open.
10: With the Google.
1: Well, are you just talking about a search engine? You're like in Safari. You're going to Google and searching something, and then when you find what you're looking for, you could save that.
10: Yeah, because I can do it with Safari with all my you know links together you know in a folder, but I gotcha. just can't do it with the Google.
2: So so it sounds like you're using Google Chrome and I don't use Google Chrome. So what I would recommend doing is just doing your Google searches in Safari and then saving them to your bookmarks like you would normally, because you can just go to google.com and do your Google searches in Safari. So uh, give that a try and see if that works out for you. Okay. All right,
1: thank and you. actually, even to make it even easier, if you just say what you're looking for in the address bar in Safari, it will just Google search it for you.
10: Thank you. I'm more yep.
2: convenient. Yeah, it is. Who, who do we got next, Sheila?
11: Steph. Hey, Steph. Hi there. How um, are I'm, you? A, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I have an iPhone 11 and I'm a voiceover user and I have everything updated and I've been having a lot of troubles with voiceover. So when I end a call, I use the two finger double tap. And then voiceover just shuts off and I can't get it to talk. It acts like it's on, but it's not. So then every single time I have to completely restart my phone. Do you have any suggestions for me?
1: Um, One thing that you could do, which may be easier, is invoking Siri and say, turn off voiceover, then wait a second, and then invoke Siri again and say, turn on voiceover, and it should all come back normally. It is a little bit of a bug that happens once in a while. And usually when you turn off a voiceover and turn it back on again, it resolves itself. The other thing you can try and do is just clicking the side button to make it go to the lock screen or off and then come back in. And that sometimes resolves the issue as well.
11: So there's no way to get that bug to stop. Is that because of the phone I have or because it's really.
1: No, It's sometimes it's a thing with just a voiceover. Now, I can tell you another thing you can try and do, uh, and I'm not sure if this would change the experience or not, but whenever you get a phone call, all the way at the very bottom of the screen, there's Mm -hmm. a a button down there. It's kind of like a sliding thing. If you can find that while your phone is ringing and uh, you put your finger on it and you can do a single finger double tap and it will answer. If you can get your it's just basically across the whole bottom of the phone, well yeah your phone answering is fine. Ringing.
11: it's just when I hang up, voiceover stops talking, and I was yeah. it it's I was hoping that it wasn't a bug that I could do like some sort of reformatting and then it would change, but you're saying that it's probably going to stay that way.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that everyone experiences, but I have experienced it and the way and it's also intermittent, which is kind of unfortunate as well. But yeah. The way the way I've resolved it for myself is um turning off voiceover with Siri, waiting a second, and then turning voiceover back on again. And that usually resolves it.
11: Okay. Which is better
1: than having to reboot your whole entire phone every time.
11: <laughs> yeah, because I found that with uh, turning voiceover off with Siri and turning it back on, a lot of times that's not even working.
1: Right, and how do you reboot your phone when you need to do that?
11: Um, I the top uh, the top volume button and then the button on the other side and hold them down, and okay. then
1: um, you if know. it's easier in the new operating system, you can always invoke Siri and say "Restart my device," and then she'll confirm that with you, and then it will just restart your whole device and bring it back to the desktop. So that might be easier.
11: Okay, I'll give that a try. Thank okay. you so much.
1: Yeah, no problem. Good luck.
11: Thanks. All right,
1: Elizabeth. Hey Elizabeth.
12: Hey. Okay. Um. So I've got an iPhone 11. So this kind of relates to the person with strange things happening on phone calls. So and I've got iOS 17, the latest version, and I'm using VoiceOver. And when and I've got my phone Bluetoothed to a really nice to this Bose Link speaker that I like a lot, actually, because that way I can hear the calls come in better, you know, the voice on the calls and stuff. I have some kind of volume control problem. Um, okay, so now with iOS 17, if I called your phone number, it would come up with a context menu and it would say iPhone and Bose SoundLink And the problem is that if I and if I get to it quick while I'm dialing, I can say dismiss context menu and it'll go away. But if I don't, it'll keep nattering during the first part of my phone call. So the person picking up the phone gets to hear Siri nattering at them and doesn't know it's me. And it's really annoying. And I I just don't know how to get rid of this context menu that pops up, nor do I know why it even exists. Um, so is there something I can change in iOS 17 to, um, to stop? This is definitely an iOS 17 problem. Cause it didn't happen before I updated.
2: Yeah. I haven't yeah. experienced that. Michael, have you experienced that issue? So when you are flicking through, you're not able to find the audio button to switch the destination. Is that what I'm understanding?
12: No, I don't need to find the audio button to switch the destination. I've got the Bluetooth speaker paired with my iphone so when i call it should just shut up and let the ring come through my iphone and then you come on and say hi it's michael Mm -hmm. instead of doing that it brings up this context menu and and, and and it stops it starts showing me that i can send it to the iphone or to the speaker
1: I know and, what she's talking about, Michael. Basically, yeah. when she makes a phone call, the very first thing right after she's, she hits the send button, it brings up that extra yep. contacts menu and yep. wants you to choose speakerphone, right. the device, headphones, whatever. And right. she has a Bluetooth speaker. So she's saying it should already be connected, not asking her what she wants to do. Right. It I don't just want that it.
12: context menu. And I don't even care so much if the contacts menu came up as long as it was quiet, but it's not. And so that's what I don't want. I don't want it interrupting my phone call um is i have something... that issue too
1: elizabeth sometimes it happens it's really intermittent right. and i'm sometimes i'll throw in an earbud and then that makes it go away but yeah, i'm not sure it why you
12: more than it doesn't happen is there it's anything true. i can do for it
1: i don't know of anything unfortunately and i'm not you sure know, if there's a bug with that or what but well, if you already yeah. have an audio device picked it shouldn't yeah. ask you what audio device you want to that pick
12: sounds like a bug to me but i yeah. really like the fact that you're willing to go i don't know it's the three, it's useful. I don't know saves all of us a lot of trouble. So thank you for telling me you don't know how to solve my problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: no problem. Just, no, if we come up with right. a solution or somebody comes up with a solution, we'll definitely keep you posted. Cool. Thanks. Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing?
0: Good, Marty. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, you
1: too. Thank Hopefully you. Hopefully you'll have a good one and you'll get all full and all that good stuff.
0: Oh, getting full is not an issue, Marty.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's too much of an issue for most people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to help my mom. She just got a Pixel 8. I can't get her to to switch over to to iOS. But is there any chance that uh, either of you gentlemen know how to set a notification sound for a specific app? So I'm not talking like, um, like a system notification. That's fairly straightforward. But uh, she wants to um, pick specific notification sounds for different notification sounds in her Ring app. Any chance, either of you guys know, I I think it's Android 14 now.
1: I mean, it should be pretty straightforward in the sense of uh, they're probably in the settings is either uh, audio, like some sort of an audio or alerts, tones, sounds, something like that, or in the phone app where you can set the ringer or the alert to kind of whatever you want. Michael, you do you still have a pixel around there anywhere? I don't right now. Um, oh,
0: that's, that's, that's fine. I knew it was a, a dart throw. Um, I can do some more research. I'm surprised there's not uh, a little bit more information about that.
2: So have you checked at AccessibleAndroid.com to see if they have any suggestions?
0: I did not know about that resource, but I will. AccessibleAndroid.com.
2: That's where I point people to when it comes to Android assistance. So AccessibleAndroid.com.
0: Sweet. Thank you, Michael. I had a quick follow up. Michael, have you had a chance to uh, delve into the world of channels yet? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I have had a chance to delve into the world of channels, and uh, the game that I needed to record was coming up in about two hours, so I ended up getting a trial of fubo t v and did the d v r on that um I have played with it, but not enough to advise someone, but I can get you in contact with Damasi who uses it on a regular basis
0: oh i I've, I've been using it for i mean not that long since probably january okay i we i switched this over from TiVo on our um, televisions to channels, uh, you know, like Apple TV's running channels, and we couldn't be more delighted. I mean, other than my wife's hatred of the Apple TV remote.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, here's a suggestion for that. You can put the Apple TV remote app on one of your devices, and then that might be easier. You might like that better. You get a full keyboard too. So when it comes to typing or passwords or any of that stuff, it's much easier. Oh Marty, I
0: thank you for that. I've I, I've mentioned that to her. She just there's something about those TiVo remotes that were just so perfect in the hand, and they had just the right amount of buttons. Where you know you you weren't flooded with all these extra buttons. And yeah, she just doesn't have a TiVo remote anymore. So I may have to look into seeing if I can modify one.
1: All right. Well, good luck. We're gonna keep it rolling because we're getting lit thin on time and we got thanks, a guys. few hands going. Work, thanks. Have a good Thanksgiving.
4: All right, Marie.
1: Hey Marie.
4: Hi, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Okay. I have a couple of quick things. Um, on the on the remote. I on my Apple TV, I actually prefer the original Apple remote form.
1: Wow, really? You're the first person I heard that. Most people complain it. it's way too little.
4: No, I, I love it. I use it all the time. I don't even use my Siri remote at all.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay.
4: And the other thing for staff, I was going to say a quick uh, solution maybe to hanging up and not cutting off voiceover is to do a four-finger four finger single tap at the bottom of your screen, and it will put you on a hide button. If you swipe to the left one time, there's a button that says "In call. Double tap it, and you're gone.
1: There you go. Easy. Thanks, Marie. And I think that's it. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving if we don't talk to you again. You too.
4: All right. Malcolm.
1: Hey, Malcolm. How's it going?
13: You're
4: muted, sir. I'm there.
1: I there know. you are. There you go. <laughs>
13: they, make these, they make these buttons so small to hit. Now, I have the smallest fingers in the world, and I still can't hit the right one. Um, I, I have a couple of couple of comments to, for the First Lady Steph with the hang-up problem, if I understood her correctly, she was saying she was using the two-finger double-tap to hang up the phone, and that would turn uh, voiceover off. Uh, Like the lady just now was saying, you can do the way that she did. I was thinking, why not invoke Siri and just say, hey, Siri, hang up, and then you don't have to do anything. That's another option. You just have to make sure you
1: have, hey, Siri, enabled, so you'd have to do that in the settings. Right, yeah.
13: Um, the, The other lady that has the iPhone... 11 with the context menu, I have hearing aids and I use my phone through my hearing aids. And also there's the iPhone speaker. So when I make a call, it does the same thing. It brings up that context menu. Now, I cheat. When I'm in the dark, I can see my phone screen so I don't use voiceover. But then when I do use, when I can't see it, I use voiceover. So I'm kind of in between both. But I see the context menu and mine is highlighted for my hearing aids. And it doesn't say anything because I don't have voiceover on. So I think if she turns voiceover off or actually if she turns Bluetooth off, then she won't have that choice of between the Bluetooth speaker and her iPhone speaker. She, it'll only come up with the iPhone speaker. And I'll bet the uh, context menu won't come up. Also the could the only tape... issue with
1: that, though, is she is using a Bluetooth speaker. And so if she turns off Bluetooth, then her speaker won't be working anymore.
13: Right, but I was, I got from her that she didn't want the Bluetooth speaker to be used as the phone. She wanted it through her
1: phone speaker. I think she just doesn't want the context menu showing up at all. Okay. Because she's already connected to her speaker. She doesn't need to change anything. So why does the the context menu come up every time? Is it's kind of what she was. Because she has two options.
13: And it's giving her the option. Even with the voiceover off on my phone, that context menu comes up it doesn't say anything. And I think she was saying that hers voiceover or Siri or something is talking and not allowing her to hear the other person or the other person to hear her. Yeah, but I I, want
12: the speaker to be on because otherwise the iPhone speaker isn't loud enough. So I need the option. That's why I have it Bluetooth. I don't want it to give me a choice. I want it to keep Bluetooth.
1: Right. And don't turn off Bluetooth because then your speaker won't work. That's right. 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 Yeah. I just don't,
12: I just don't want it to read the contacts menu to my whoever gets my phone call because then they don't hear me say hello. They hear Siri talking about the contacts menu, and they don't know what's going on, understandably. Are I, you sure I, it's Siri
13: and not voiceover?
12: I know it's Siri and not voiceover because um, they have different voices. So if, the well, voiceover, it's voiceover that's making it happen, okay? So I don't want to turn off voiceover. Because then I've got no voiceover.
13: But during the phone call, you won't need voiceover. No,
12: no, 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 no. This is, that's because you can't see. I don't want, I I mean, that's because you can see some. No, it's not an option to turn off voiceover in the middle of my phone calls or Bluetooth uh, or or avoid using Bluetooth. I just want to figure out some way to get the contacts menu to stop voicing itself.
2: Yep. And right. and I completely get that. So thank you, Elizabeth, for clarifying that. I'm really that. sorry. I, I'm sorry. And we appreciate the feedback, yeah. uh, too. I, I appreciate to, it. Because it could yeah. work for some users. So it thanks could. for that. Absolutely. And, sorry. Uh, Sheila, do we got someone next?
4: Nolan. Hey,
1: Nolan. Hey,
2: Nolan. How you doing?
14: Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Good. So, I had a similar uh, I actually have some good news to share with you guys. So, I was able to use my iMac a little bit today, and I was able to not only import music CDs into my music library, and I taught myself how to uh, check the box that says sync music to iPhone, and I had to go and go down to the locations and the to locate Nolan's iPhone on the list. And there was only one device that was popping up. So I went there, looked, and it went really well for me. I was actually surprised how fast that copied all my music that I wanted to have synced. Excellent. Mm Mm-hmm. It was All actually right. pretty, it was pretty fun. And I actually liked how voiceover on my Mac gave me specific instructions. It was a little tricky to understand at first. But once I got the hang of it and I actually did it successfully, um, and, uh, it went really well. I honestly, um, I was on the phone with Apple Accessibility yesterday and I had a, an issue with a Braille display, the NLS Braille e-reader braille display that I have connected to my that I have paired to my phone. I had an issue yesterday with it, um, not responding correctly. So I had to report it. So if I go back in notes again today, I am gonna have to make a screen recording and send it to Apple Accessibility. Uh, via email and let them know so that they can um replicate this. Because this right. is, yeah, yeah, this is a bad situation.
1: Well, good luck on that, and thank you very much thank for to keep it rolling because we're running thin on time and we got some other hands going. So thank you so, thank much you very for much. Have help. a great Thanksgiving. You too. Yeah,
4: you've got about six six minutes. Deb, you are up next.
1: Hey Deb, how you doing?
4: I'm doing Deb, great. Um, I wanted to respond to the Bluetooth speaker thing. There's a setting in accessibility. Um, I searched for it called call routing. It's just above back tap and you can select in there how you want the call to be routed. So because I also use hearing aids, I have mine to go straight through your hearing aids all the time, to Bluetooth. So it
1: goes to Bluetooth headset. Okay. Well, great. Good. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you very much for that.
2: Yeah. Uh, so so in summary, you could just pick the Bluetooth speaker uh, for the call routing under that menu, possibly, and then hopefully it wouldn't show that context menu at the beginning of the call. Who do we got next, Sheila? Um,
4: Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Teresa, you're unmuted. Okay. There you are. Okay. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes. Yep. We can hear you.
4: Okay. Okay. Good. Because I turned up the volume. I hope that helps the microphone too. Um, I um got a. Um, iPod Touch, seventh generation. I told, I mean, yeah, seventh generation. I told y'all I was considering getting that, and I did. And I noticed it says TV on there, and I'm not sure, does that mean Apple TV or uh, or is that just regular TV or what?
1: That's the icon for the Apple TV Plus. So if you pay for the subscription to Apple TV, yeah. then you can get all their shows yeah. and whatever on there.
4: Okay, okay, I haven't... Um, I haven't opened it up yet to try it and everything. I also noticed TuneIn, um, but I think a lot of times they want you to get a uh, a, a premium account to, you know, to get a lot of the things you enjoy, like the baseball. I, I think there is a free IPXC. version of
1: TuneIn, except you're going to get the yes. uh, commercials and stuff. You
4: know? Right, and limited probably selection, too. Seems like so many stations now are hard yep. to you yep. know, pull up on the screen.
2: Yeah, you'll want to try, uh, check out that version of TuneIn and see if that works for you, Teresa. We've got to get this. L- okay. I, th- I think we're out of time right, now, right. actually. Okay, understand. Thanks a lot. Let's get David. I think we got time
1: for David one more time, and then we'll
8: be out of time. Right,
4: David, go ahead.
8: Hey, guys. Um, just wanted to comment on the last question about the TV app on the ladies iPod Touch, which is also, of course, on you know other Apple products. Marty, what you said is, is correct, um, but it also allows you to access TV content from other third-party apps. So if you've got something like Amazon Prime Video, um, then the TV app, once it's properly linked, can keep track of oh you watched uh here's what you watched on amazon prime or whatever channel you happen to be or whatever app you happen to be watching on and then you can double tap that show and then it will um then open that app and resume that show it also plays content that you purchased from itunes so that's also available in the tv app so it's kind of a catch-all um for not only Apple TV Plus, but other third party apps, there are some exceptions. Netflix is a notable exception. I don't think that's linked with the TV app, but many others are. I just wanted to offer that.
1: No, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And now that you say that, that is true because you can buy definitely your content and that's how you would play it. It's the same with Apple Music app as well. If you purchase stuff from Apple Music, you can play it in the Apple Music app. So both of those kind of work similarly in that way. Thanks, David. Appreciate that. And I think we're out of time. We are. Yep, you got three minutes. Okay, everybody. Sorry if we didn't get to your question today, but... We will try and get to you next time. You can send us an email at uh, unmute.
2: Or gosh, I'm feedback <laughs> at unmute.show. And we can. you can also head to unmute.show in order to get on that mailing list so you can uh, get more information about what's going on next Thursday. And remember, there's going to be a special event. Uh, look forward to hearing some familiar voices, maybe some new voices and some interesting ideas uh, for how you can enjoy gift giving this 2023 so appreciate it
1: and thanks um sheila and brad as always we appreciate you guys and everyone have a great thanksgiving and we'll be back next week
5: thanks y'all you as well yep happy thanksgiving everybody